see the end of that game. But it also shows me something that is a, is a recurring theme in the NBA. And Popovich is supposed to be one of the greatest coaches of all time. Uh, and if you recall, the Pelicans scored. I think Zion made a really – that was a great layup he made. That was an incredible was shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll give San Antonio credit. As, lo- as bad as they looked on their last mm-hmm. two offensive possessions, that was good defense. He just made a great shot. Mm-hmm. But when you've got three seconds left to go, and I believe they had called yeah. a timeout to get the ball at half court, and you're down by one point, you take a three-point shot, yeah. a long three-point shot. Yeah. And I see that constantly in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's just the players – that's a player yeah. issue or that's a coaching issue? What do you think about that? Well, I know Popovich wasn't happy about it. His quote was, you'd like to get the ball to the rim and dunk it, and we took a long three-point shot. That's the shot we got. So he wasn't happy with it. I think it's a player thing. It's a, it's a three-point shot obsessed league <laughs> now. Um, there's some good in that, and there's some bad in that, and that was the example of the bad in that. It's just ridiculous to take that shot when uh, you're, you're down one in that situation. And it's not like the Pelicans are elite defensively. <laughs> um, yeah, just uh, but but you, you see a lot of that now, and uh, and uh, it, it cost the Spurs last night. Well, I guess that's why they're ten and thirty nine in last mm-hmm. place in the West. And uh, I don't know how much better they're gonna. You know, I, I guess Wemby's gonna get better. You would think, but we'll mm-hmm. see how it goes. But the Pelicans are sitting uh, right around right at the doorstep mm-hmm. of, uh, of making the playoffs without doing the. Um, the plane. But the yeah. thing that helped the Pelicans, uh, you know, you have two things going here, in my opinion, two things that kind of uh, are, are, are competing forces. You've got a better Western Conference, because mm-hmm. you think about it, a team that's in sixth, fifth or sixth place is seven or eight games over 500. That's better than it was yeah. last year. So you got that yeah. going, because the Pelicans are seven games over 500, yet they would not be in the play-in because of, I guess, a tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. But the thing... On the opposite side that helps the Pelicans is when you lose when you lose three games in a row and you get to play Houston and San Antonio, <laughs> it's easy to end your losing streak. Yeah. There's a lot of bad teams in the NBA, maybe mm-hmm. worse uh, than uh, they've been in the past. I don't know if yes. you can debate that. So those are the two d- competing mm-hmm. forces going on. So I want to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, I'm kind of, I, I've been a Pelican skeptic over the years. I think I'm actually more optimistic about the Pelicans this year than, than most people. We'll, we'll find out in, in, in the playoffs, but I do think, I, I think they're, I think they're going to avoid the play-in rounds this, this year. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, but I, 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 yeah, I, I, they're a deep roster. They've got some really good players. They're up and down, clearly, but they've proven they can beat anybody in the NBA. And the problem is they seem to be able to lose to almost anybody in the NBA, too. But I just want to see what these – they need to – if they can stay healthy, I want to see what these guys can do in, in, in the playoffs. Because when I look at that roster, I don't – I really don't see any reason why they shouldn't be a team that could at least <laughs> that, that would have a reasonable chance of winning that round, no matter who they play in the in the in, in the in, in the first round. Um, but 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 we'll see. Um, I know one concerning stat with them is their starting five actually doesn't have good numbers when they play together. <laughs> um, the, a lot of there's theories that Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram just don't fit that well with each other. But would you give me a lineup of Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, C.J. McCollum, Jonas Valanciunas has been playing pretty well, even though he supposedly could get traded. Uh, they've got good shooters. I, 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 I kind of like this roster, but, but the jury's out until we see what they can do in the playoffs. Well, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit in one yep. set. I think that uh, 
I think that the Pelicans, maybe early in the season, I would agree with you on that. But lately, mm-hmm. when they, it seems like they're 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 not very good against the win, teams with winning records, and they're and they're very good against the teams with losing records, uh, which has changed. I know, uh, you know, in the mm-hmm. last couple of years they've lost some bad games. Recently, they really have not lost to teams with losing records, and uh, so I think that's changed. That's not a bad thing because you should beat those teams, but they remind me a little bit of the Cowboys or the Dolphins from the NFL who are great against the teams with losing records. And so I think that's changed a little bit. And then I'll ask you this too, uh, because I've heard that about the trade deadline coming up February 8th. I think that the, the trade they need to make is one of those three their three best players, and I'm not sure which mm-hmm. one. I don't think Zion would be is good. That's not. I don't think that's going to happen at all. Ingram. Last year, I thought they shouldn't trade him. Now I'm kind of a little more willing to trade him with the right value. C.J. McCollum. I just don't think you're going to get a lot of value. Do you think there's any chance that any one of those three guys would move before the trade I, deadline? I, I don't think they're going to do that because I, I think the reason is they want to see what those guys can do um, if they're healthy at the same time in in the playoffs. Um, I, I'm not saying that there's a no chance for it, but that's that has not been their mo. Um, I, I I actually don't think they're really. I I wouldn't. I'd be. I kind of think they're going to stand pat. We'll 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 see. And you're you're by the way, you're absolutely right about the last 20 games. But it's a long NBA season. And early in the year, the Pelicans were beating a lot of really good teams um, and 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 losing to some teams that weren't as good. Absolutely, in the last 15, 20 games, uh, that's been the case. But it's a long. It's an 82 game schedule and. Uh, and 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 we'll we'll see how this this shapes out. Uh, I, 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 I the NBA to me, I just, I don't like where the NBA is right now because there are so many blowouts. Last night a terrible example, <laughs> one point exciting game at the end, but all across the league, there's the scoring is so high. It seems like every game I watch, it's is a twenty five point game one way or the other, and yeah, that that that's not entertaining to me. Maybe that's just a uh, going to change at the playoffs. Although you yeah. sometimes see, yeah. uh, you know, when it comes down to it, even when you have close series, sometimes you have two or three blowout games, and then you know when you get to the end of the series, it gets really close. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, it looks to me like uh, you're, you're looking at Sacramento. You, you look at from five to ten will compete for those those spots because I think the top four are pretty much set. Even though we do have like 30 games to go, but I still think. It's pretty much set, uh, and so you look at teams like Sacramento Pelicans that play well against Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Phoenix, kind of, they got blown out recently. Um, Dallas is, you know, I just you, Dallas, I just don't believe it. I don't care mm-hmm. if they have a they have a winning record. I just don't see it. The Lakers uh, don't really have a, a. I don't think they can make a trade that helps them. I agree with what was said by a couple of people that, uh, and it was easily, as, as much as I don't like to give Stephen A. Smith credit, he said like a year ago, he thought that the best move the Lakers could do was, was trade uh, LeBron James, which I agree, that's the only valuable asset they really have to move, and they probably wouldn't do that unless LeBron really won out. Uh, but uh, so I don't, I, so I pose the question, who would have the better record at the end of the season, the Lakers or the Pelicans? And uh, right now I gotta lean towards the Pelicans. Because I yeah, don't think the Lakers I, can get better with the trade. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I know Zion's agent came out yesterday and said Zion had no interest in leaving the Lakers, so he's he's still he's still going to be there. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it is weird. The West is deep. It's got some good teams. It's got some terrible teams. But I don't. There's not a single team in the West that I look at. Maybe other than the Nuggets, <laughs> who I trust. 
Um, the Clippers have been awesome at times this year, and but we've seen their act in the past. You just don't know about them. Oklahoma City, who the heck knows? They're new um, <laughs> at this level. The Timberwolves can be awful and awesome from night to night. I, 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 think, it's, I think it's truly going to be a wide-open playoffs once the playoffs start. And, and, and the Suns could get on a run, too, but they're, they're sitting there basically with the exact same record as the Pelicans. I, I, and I totally agree with you. I don't buy Dallas at all. So <laughs> I, I don't. I, to me, other than Denver, I don't see a proven team in the Western Conference at all. I, I think Denver's going to be in the finals. I, I, there's nobody yeah. that could beat Denver. Yeah, th- that's seven. the team you don't want to. That's the team because they're they, they've kind of coasted a lot this year. That's the team you absolutely don't want to end up playing in the first round. Yeah, Denver looks like the team to me that's just kind of. We got yeah. you know, this is part of the process. You've got to mm-hmm. go through the regular season. All right, we might. And I think Denver will probably end up being the one seed because I think Denver's going to get a little bit serious yeah. at the end of the season and say, we'd rather be the one seed so we have home court advantage. Although I don't yeah. think that necessarily gives them a problem. I, mm-hmm. I think they're almost a lock to be in the finals. Yeah. And then on the other side, I, I, I'm settling on Boston. Then I see him lose the Lakers the other night with that <laughs> LeBron. And uh, it makes yeah. me wonder what's going on. It, it makes It makes me. It makes mm-hmm. me feel a little bit like a conspiracy theorist that they're trying to help the Lakers, uh, or maybe Boston's not as good as I think they are. So I'm not sure. Yeah, which, uh, I mean, what they've lost three. They didn't lose a home game all year, and now they've lost three in a pretty quick span <laughs> here. So yeah, and, you know, people they weren't expected to be as good as they've been this year going in with their coaching situation and, and, and that. But yeah. 37 and 12 speaks pretty loud too. So maybe you know every team goes through a slump at some point. But well, I, I, yeah, I would I wouldn't pencil them in. And of course the the Bucks hired Doc Rivers to get to the NBA Finals, even though that's the one thing he's never done in his career. And I see then they're 0 and 2 so far. <laughs> well, I don't understand that. That's yeah. why I throw them out. I I, I thought Milwaukee had a shot to win the uh-huh. East. I throw them out now. You yeah. can't Doc Rivers. Yeah. You can't even get to a conference final. And then the right. Knicks are rolling. They won eight nine in a row. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know who who else can you pick besides Boston. I think it's by default. I don't, Philadelphia, uh, they're talking about Embiid could be out for a while now. Yeah, and, and I'm there. I, I don't know who. I think Boston right now is the is the favorite and most likely to be in the finals from the East because by default. Because I don't see yeah. anybody else can beat them. Yeah, I mean the, the Knicks are playing unbelievably well, well right now, but. Will that will that continue? I I, I kind of doubt it. I think this is just there. Every team gets hot for a while, and they're that team. I actually wouldn't rule out Milwaukee, although you make an excellent point. Doc Rivers' history is <laughs> unbelievably proven with a bunch of teams that look like they could make the NBA Finals and couldn't even make it to the conference finals. Well, Gary, but I wouldn't I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't rule them out. Um, I I'd, I'd say either Boston or Milwaukee. <laughs> how can you hire a guy who since? They won. Well, they won one year in Boston. Yeah. Then the next year they yeah. blew it. Since yeah. that time, this is his third team. The other two teams, yeah. he couldn't even get to a conference finals. Yeah. How does that guy get jobs? I, I'm just. It just he, missed. It's, he's, it's, he's he's really good in interviews. <laughs> <laughs> he he knows. He's yeah. When they tell you that thing about you need yeah. to have a good resume, but you need to make uh-huh. a good impression when you yeah. do a job interview. He must be the the poster boy for that. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of amazing. <laughs> so, but anyway, we'll see how it goes. I always appreciate you having, having you on the show. We'll see, like you said, after the All-Star break, the stretch run, we'll mm-hmm. see how it goes. So, Gary, thanks again for joining me this morning. Thanks for having me on.
All right, well, then uh, that was good stuff, and we're going to take our first break. Going to come back with Patricia Caputo to talk about LSU. They got a big game this morning. I was I would have loved to go to the game, but we're doing the show till 11. Early start, they're going to play Arkansas, so we wish the Tigers well, get her thoughts on that. But I just saw the end of that. It's an unbelievable. Popovich is supposed to be this genius, and he's going to say, well, the guys didn't listen to me, but they had two bad offensive possessions at the end of the game anyway. But I'll give Zion credit. He made a great shot because that was a contested layup and he didn't shoot the ball over the, the, uh, the one of the, the Spurs players. But the possession before that was terrible by the Spurs because they took like almost like an off-balance. Uh, you couldn't even look at the goal shot. So, all right, we're going to take our first break. We're live here at uh, Premier uh, Chrysler Jeep Dodge here in the New Orleans East area. We'll be back right after these messages. Are you suffering from neck and back pain from a recent car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services, and chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me, Dr. T. is a paid endorsement. He's a man of Choosing your attorney can be a life-changing decision. Chip Forstall has over 28 years of experience, giving you the personal attention that you need. If you or a loved one has been injured, you need a lawyer to protect you, your family, and work to get compensation for your injuries. Contact the law office of Chip Forstall today, located at 320 North Carrollton Avenue, New Orleans, or call us at 483-3400. That's 483-3400. Or log on to www.chipforstall.com today. You need caring, aggressive, and effective representation. You need personal attention. You need Chip Forstall. Chip Forstall. Chip Forstall. He knows the law. Chip this is Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating Company. Here's our jingle. Hope it bugs you. DA Exterminating. The real DA is on the way. Tanger Homes got fleas or Homes got bugs. Crawling in your walls or on your rocks. Say no to bugs. Tell your DA. Pick up the phone. We're on the way. Exterminating. We offer complete pest and termite control featuring the Centricon system. DA Exterminating Company, 800-650-PEST. Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone in our 12th season for LA Medical Management Corporation located at 2930 Canal Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. And they are open Monday through Thursdays, 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. and Fridays, 8 to 5 p.m. At LMMC, they handle primary care, physical therapy, and diagnostic testing. With medical doctors on staff, they are the personal injury specialists and the leaders in accident-related health care. Call them today at 504-821-2574. Millions plan for retirement online. Estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere. Allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, Friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. All right, we're back here live at uh, Premier uh, Chrysler um, 
Jeep, Dodge, Ram, 13,000 I-10 service road. We'll be here for four months right off the I-10 exit at Bullard in New Orleans East. And we know rain's coming, but I think we'll be good to go and wrap up the show before then. But anyway, they're open every day, um, 9 to 8, except for Sunday. Come on down here and got a great bunch of salesmen, Clarence Jackson, good dude as well. But uh, let's talk a little uh, SEC basketball. We just talked a little bit about the Pelicans. LSU, Arkansas, 11 o'clock. LSU's a five-and-a-half-point favorite live at the Pete Maravich Assembly Center. I was saying, unfortunately, I cannot make it today because of the show and the time of the game. But uh, we have somebody there. We're going to have another person there later in the show, but we have two people there we're going to talk to in each hour uh, to give us our thoughts on the game, and that's Patricia Caputo is our first guest with Tiger TV. So Patricia, thanks for joining me this morning. Yes, thank you for having me on. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, it's always good to talk to you. And uh, you see, you know, we we talk about the second year for McMahon and you want to see progress. Last year was not really fair. I mean, he had really didn't, a lot of guys transferred. So this is really the first year where he's bringing in his players and they've improved. I mean, they're three and four in the conference. They really almost won a game the other day. A ball went in and out on that. But you got to beat the teams like Arkansas today, who are two and six in the conference. And then hopefully you, you, you win one or two against the, uh, the best teams in the conference. So this is one of those games, to me, Patricia, uh, where, where uh, McMahon has to say, hey, we're making progress. So you need to win this game. So that's my thoughts on it. What do you think about that? Yeah, I agree. Just like you said, Arkansas is right now 11 and 10. They did come again, uh, come away with a win against Mizzou, but again, Mizzou's 8 and 13, so take that with a grain of salt. But that was on Wednesday, so they're going to come into the PMAC. They're going to see if they can defeat LSU, who right now sits at 11 and 9. And right now, I think the biggest thing is, is when they lost to Alabama, part of the reason was because Jordan Wright only had 10 points. That's what Alabama was good at, holding him. Today, LSU needs to go out there. Jordan Wright needs to score. Mike Williams is making a big name for himself right now in the bas- in basketball. He needs to continue to do that. 16 points against Alabama. I think he needs to do that again today, despite being a freshman. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the, the standings right now. And uh, Alabama, who did not have a great non-conference early uh, season, um, is is the best team in the conference if you go by record seven and one south carolina's been a little bit of a surprise auburn you know you with pearl you always know bruce pearl they're going to be in the mix tennessee number five in the country that's amazing to me uh but they're having a good year and they're five and two and so but lsu's not up there uh and so how does lsu get um i mean what do you think is a would be an accomplishment would be a would be a successful season in terms of the where do you think LSU needs to finish the Southeastern Conference standings for us to say they're making progress they're improving uh, and we can really look forward to year number three I mean right now I think it's just you're trying to beat these SEC teams as much as possible again like we said a win against Arkansas is great you're trying to go in there obviously high hopes you're like yeah fourth or fifth but you just don't know if that's going to happen I think you're just trying to finish better than last year and then Matt McMahon has to come in and make a decision of do you want to build from the ground up and just start recruiting a bunch of high school kids or do you want to go into the portal again and see who you can get for a year or two and I think that's going to be after the season ends you're going to see who stays and who transfers and that's going to tell you where Matt McMahon is going to go from there with that program because if you have a ton of transfers again like last year 
that's how you know that there's a problem. And that means that they're not buying into the program's thoughts and beliefs. I think, honestly, a lot of it has to do with what happens this offseason more than even what happens this season. Who is committed and who wants to stay here if they're eligible? Well, you, well, you know, I'm, I'm hearing that uh, this is not a great year in, in college basketball in the sense that the guys who are going to leave to go to the draft, there's no outstanding like we had last year. We had those three guys, right, uh, with Miller, Henderson, and Wemby. We really don't have that. So does that make you think that um, – that uh, maybe that he's going to go in the direction of the transfer portal more that or do we really do we do we know that there's a great high school class or these seniors coming out for next year that he can pick from uh what are your thoughts on that yeah i mean i know that for, for someone like matt mcmahon i know he's done it with john Morant. i said it before where he kind of was getting a bag of chips from a vending machine and saw john Morant shooting around it almost seems that he needs to do something like that once again to find this diamond in the rough sort of basketball player. And I'm, it, it, honestly, you don't need, you're not going to get top players right now with this LSU program and the way it's been playing. That's just not who they are. Unfortunately, Will Wade was able to build that. Matt McMahon has it yet. So he needs to find players who can work well together. If you look for women's basketball, they are great athletes, but right now they're not on the same page. He needs to find players who are on the same page and can buy into a program, and then they could be underdogs, but they could still win because they're all working together, which I think at times this team right now has trouble doing. Well, you know, you bring up a good point with John Morant, and that's different from, uh, from football. You can find one or two guys. Uh, you don't have to find like a great, like a John Morant guy who's really good because those are hard to find, but you find a couple of really pretty good players and you can change the dynamics and the season and your team and all that. So it's not, uh, I know it's not easy to do, but that the number game is a little bit better in basketball. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, and, I, you know, I, I would hope they would win. I mean, are you seeing, uh, because I went to a few games last year, and I'm going to try to get to a few this year, are you seeing a better team? They should be a better, I mean, their record reflects they're a better team. Are you seeing improvements uh, from last year to this year? Truthfully, it depends on the game because I thought we were seeing improvement when they went on to beat Ole Miss, and that was at home in the PMAC, and then all of a sudden you're playing Texas A&M, and you're like, what happened? Where did the team go? So, again, I think it's kind of a give or take. This game against Arkansas says a lot because of their record. What are they going to be able to do? Are they going to go out there saying, we can get an easy win? Are they going to go out there and say, we need to win this game? It means more for us. All right, let me, I'm going to ask you a football question before I let you go. I think we talked about it recently, too. Uh, you know, the senior bowls this weekend, of course. But uh, Jaden Daniels uh, is really getting a lot of love. I mean, I know we, we got time before the draft in April. What do you thought in the 30 seconds? What do you, where, today, right now, where do you think Jaden Daniels would be drafted? Yeah, I know. I can see the commanders. I think they need someone to help turn around their program. I think Jaden Daniels could be a good guy to do that. It, it's just debating on whether does he want to sit for a few years? Does it want to be a Jordan Love type of deal? Or is this team have confidence in Jaden Daniels to say, yep, he's our quarterback. I want him to go in. We want to draft him, and he's going to start right away. Hey, it sounds good. Hey, Patricia, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining me this morning. Yeah, thank you for having me on. It's always great to have Patricia on, and we're going to take a break. Just she's reminding me, Washington hired Dan Quinn. I, I just I don't get it.
I just don't get it. I, I, I didn't think Belichick should have gotten a job, but Dan Quinn, please. All right, we're going to be back here live at, uh, here at uh, Premier Chrysler Chief Dodge right after these messages. Are you suffering from neck and back pain from a recent car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services, and chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me, Dr. T. is a paid endorsement. He's a man of Choosing your attorney can be a life-changing decision. Chip Forstall has over 28 years of experience, giving you the personal attention that you need. If you or a loved one has been injured, you need a lawyer to protect you, your family, and work to get compensation for your injuries. Contact the law office of Chip Forstall today, located at 320 North Carrollton Avenue, New Orleans, or call us at 483-3400. That's 483-3400. Or log on to www.chipforstall.com today. You need caring, aggressive, and effective representation. You need personal attention. You need Chip Forstall. Before you pay that other pest control company their, quote, home of the $650 termite treatment protection plan, call DA. I'm Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating, and I bet we can beat that price. We offer different treatment methods featuring the Centricon bait system, and we have one of the best termite protection plans in the country. Before you pay $650 to another company, call DA. New Orleans metro area, North Shore, and Homa. DA Exterminating, complete pest and termite control services since 1959. Call 800-650-PEST. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm John Burns. With heavy rainfall anticipated, many parade times have been changed or canceled. Here's Brooke Thorrington. That threat of heavy rain is going to last through the day on Saturday and into Saturday night, depending on where you are. Slotdale National Weather Service meteorologist Danielle Manning says rain will travel from northwest Louisiana to southeast, and it could be heavy at times. It's going to be kind of windy, so I don't know that an umbrella is going to do a whole lot of good. As for temps, low temperatures are going to be in the 50s, pretty much statewide, and then highs in the mid-60s. So? No before you go is what we like to say. I'm Brooke Thorrington. The Louisiana Tech community is mourning the loss of one of its own this morning. A police investigation is underway after 18-year-old Austin Johnson of Bossier City was shot in what was believed to be a tragic accident in a fast food drive through early yesterday morning. Johnson was taken to a local hospital for treatment and then airlifted to LSU Shreveport, where he later died. LRN. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. They do not give up until you pay. They put a lien on my house. How about you? Do you owe back taxes? Call Tax Solutions now and get some help. For a limited time, the IRS offers a tax forgiveness program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Our team can make it easier for you to pay back taxes, avoid tax liens, and get a fresh start. So 
Sometimes you just need a second chance. I call Tax Solutions Now, and they got the IRS off my back. At Tax Solutions Now, our affiliates are all accredited by the Better Business Bureau and members of the National Association of Tax Professionals. We saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world. Time is running out. Call Tax Solutions Now. Call 800-319-6697. Are you suffering from neck and back pain from a recent car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services. And chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me, Dr. T. Following is a paid endorsement. He's a man of Choosing your attorney can be a life-changing decision. Chip Forstall has over 28 years of experience, giving you the personal attention that you need. If you or a loved one has been injured, you need a lawyer to protect you, your family, and work to get compensation for your injuries. Contact the law office of Chip Forstall today, located at 320 North Carrollton Avenue, New Orleans, or call us at 483-3400. That's 483-3400. Or log on to www.chipforstall.com today. You need caring, aggressive, and effective representation. You need personal attention. You need Chip Forstall. Hello, this is David Jeremiah. Join me each weekday morning at 5.30 or 6.30 for Turning Point here on Talk Radio 990 AM. Hi, everybody. This is Jackie Gumbo. I'm inviting you to join me every Sunday at 5 p.m. for Uncle Jackie's Gumbo, heard only on WGSO 990 AM or WGSO.com. Hi, this is Kevin Carr, host of Fat Guys at the Movies. Listen every Sunday at 8 p.m. on WGSO 990 AM, the community voice of the Crescent City. We're back here live at uh, Premier Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. We'll be here every Saturday morning, 9 to 11, all the way through May, through the uh, basketball season. Uh, college and pro basketball talking that and other things as well. They're at uh, 13,000 I-10 service right off Bullard exit, New Orleans East. And you can call them at 504-273-6155. They're open every day but Sunday, 9 to 8. And we continue our talk about LSU basketball and SEC basketball. And I know there's it's a big weekend. Today's a big uh, day for uh, some, you know, UNC Duke, for example. Uh, but uh, we got uh, Charles Hanegriff with ESPN Baton Rouge with us now to talk about that. So, Charles, thanks for joining me this morning. Good morning, Mitch. Hey, man. So uh, good to talk to you. Beyond just, and I'll ask you when we wrap it up about, uh, you know, the, the state of college basketball, because I know this is a big weekend. But talk about LSU, Al, uh, Arkansas, uh, this morning, 11 o'clock, early start. Um, and I was telling my, asking my last guest, I think she agreed with me basically, that um, the questions are what progress is McMahon going to make this year from last year, right? That's a, that's a very important question. And I think that part of that is you got to beat teams like Arkansas today. You got to beat the teams at the bottom half of the conference. 
and uh, try to finish like 500 or something like that. I'm just guessing. What are your thoughts on that? Where do we need to see LSU finish up the conference for us to say that McMahon is making progress with this team? Well, I think they can win the game today. Uh, and towards the back half of the schedule, there's some winnable games. That's when they get Vanderbilt in Missouri. But I don't think that this team will finish 500 in the league. After today, the next five games are at Tennessee, Alabama, at Florida, at South Carolina, Kentucky. They'll be underdogs in all five of those games. And to, to be honest with you, if they got even one, uh, it, it would be a little bit of a surprise. Now, you know, things can happen, but they're going to be underdogs in all those games. And then you got a couple of home games with Mississippi State and Georgia. Let's say that's a split before you get to that, that soft finish. So, I mean, six wins is probably – uh, what I would say would be the most likely scenario for them, and that would constitute three times as many wins as you had in the conference a year ago when they finished, uh, you know, two and sixteen. Then and then, um, okay. So if that's true, uh, we're going to say, are we going to say that um, we're going to look at two things? Number one, are they making progress? Secondly, where does he go uh, for next year? Does he focus more on? recruiting, um, you know, graduating seniors or, or juniors that can sign a letter of intent? Or does he focus on the transfer portal? Or does he do both? Where do you see – what direction does he go? Does it depend on how he finishes the season? Mitch, here's there, – there's only one thing that matters as far as building this roster. And it's something that LSU's got to get serious about in their men's basketball program. And that's NIL money. I'm sorry, but that's the way the world works now. The you know the facility could use some sprucing up. The you know the practice facility could use some upgrades and and all of those things. But the bottom line is, if you're not in the NIL game now, you're falling behind. Look at what Chris Beard did at Ole Miss. Uh, he took over a situation there where they had to fire the coach. He demanded a significant NIL budget, and Ole Miss is in the top half of the conference. They're the top third uh, of the conference. So. Uh, when LSU gets real serious about that NIL budget, and they haven't so far, then you can get into the game however you want it. Then we can see how he really wants to build a roster, whether it's you know, it's going to be some kind of combination of the transfer portal and high school recruiting. But without the NIL dollars, it's, it's a fool's errand. I mean, it's what you need to compete now. And LSU's budget just hasn't – their NIL expenditures just have not been – significant men's basketball now last year that was because of the probation i guess um and this year they're kind of calling it year one as opposed to year zero last year but they got to get serious about nil uh because you can't compete without it do you think that one of the problems is the fact that basketball's kind of been since the dale brown era i guess you could say it's been number three i mean football and baseball have won championships and they're more important um I, and so L, basketball's always been the third fiddle with uh, – is that part of it or is that why you don't you think the NIL is an issue with them? They just don't want to fully commit because football and baseball are more important. It, uh, to me, it, 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 it lands on the coach, okay? Um, dollars that go into the LSU athletic department that, you know, aren't earmarked for a specific sport usually end up – in the football office because that's what drives the train, and that's that's probably that's correct. Okay, you get a really enthusiastic coach like Kim Mulkey 
that goes out and raises money and drums up support um, for the for the program, or the, the way that Van Chancellor did, even Pokey Chapman did, and Sue Gunner did, then you you get a, a following. If you do what Nikki Caldwell did, which was basically check out as soon as the season was over and show back up in November, you don't get that kind of support. Men's basketball has had success when the coaches have gone out and and really beat the bushes in recruiting and really pressured hard the administration to get what they need. John Brady got to a Final Four, won the league. Will Wade got to a Sweet 16, won the league. In between that, you know, Trent Johnson and Johnny Jones kind of just, you know, let it happen. Jones was a little bit better than Johnson because at least he recruited, but Trent Johnson just basically sat there for four years. The administration is not going to get off the dime unless the coach really pushes for it. I think Matt McMahon is a solid basketball coach, and he's a hell of a nice guy, but he's going to have to be more aggressive in this offseason. He's going to have to demand some things for his program. He's going to have to be more visible. He's going to have to raise money. Uh, you know, there's college coaches getting out of the college game in all sports now because they didn't want to be fundraisers. They didn't want to be salesmen, but you have to be. I mean, that's the rules now. That's how it works. So are you wondering that if he's, is he the right guy for the job? I mean, I know he, he really got probably got this job because of John Moran, and the story is a, it's a great story. He saw the guy at a vending machine, and, uh, and he just he found that guy, and, he, and, he, and look how great John Moran's been. Uh, but those are hard to find. That's probably a once-in-a-lifetime thing to find a guy like that anyway. So do you feel like – so if he doesn't do what you suggest next year, I guess you're going to be concerned if he's necessarily the right guy for the job. No coach in the country can come in and, and coach a team without comparable talent. You know, I, I had a basketball coach tell me this years ago, a very successful basketball coach, and he said, listen – the guy on the bench matters if the talent is somewhat comparable. But if the talent ain't comparable, then it doesn't really matter what kind of plays you draw up or what kind of speech you give at halftime. Take Greg Popovich, okay? Greg Popovich was a great coach, a Hall of Fame coach. When Tim Duncan was there, when Mono Ginobili was there, when Tony Parker was there, when those guys left, Spurs finished at the bottom of the league four or five years in a row. Well, did Popovich become a bad coach? No, the talent wasn't there. So whether Matt McMahon's a good X's and O's coach or a good motivator and all that stuff is sort of secondary if he doesn't get the talent in here. And that, that's going to be what, what I'm watching. Uh, is he going to be able to recruit top-flight talent to this, this basketball program? Because if he doesn't, the, the rest of it really doesn't matter. I'll ask you one more question, let you go on this, because I've heard that – they're talking about this is not going to be a great NBA draft, that there's really no big-name guys like you had last year. You had the three, you know, like with, with Scoop Henderson and you had uh, Wemby and you had Miller. We're not going to see that this year. Is that just an anomaly? This is just not that year? Or are we concerned that the quality of high school basketball players is declining? What are your thoughts on that? I think you have more foreign players being drafted now more than ever. Um, that in a lot of cases they are, um, in a lot of cases they're more developed than some of the players that are coming out of the American colleges. They've been essentially professional basketball players since they were teenagers. I think that's one thing. I think another thing is that you now have players being drafted in the lottery straight out of the G League. That's, that's happened, I think, the last three years now. 
and these are players that would have five years ago been in college, but when they changed the G League salary structure, that you could go out and spend that one year out of high school in the G League and still get drafted in the lottery, you had a handful of players uh, do that, and I think you're going to see one or two at least out of the G League being the lottery this year. Um, I think also that you're seeing a lot of college basketball players stick around. And Tennessee had a kid the other night, made 24, it was his 24th birthday. The NIL dollars are keeping a lot of those fringe players. Uh, you know, guys like Oscar Shibway last year, two-time SEC Player of the Year, came back at Kentucky because he wasn't thought of as a first-round pick. And what happened? Uh, Kentucky got him more NIL money than he might have gotten going overseas to play basketball. Five years ago, Oscar Shibway goes, and he's playing in Spain or Greece or wherever, but, no, he went back to Kentucky, and I think you're seeing some of that. And there's some COVID year stuff left over, so you got some older players now in the game. But, I, you know, there's a multitude of reasons for that. that that's interesting because maybe that will be good for the NBA that these guys will develop so they don't have to develop in the NBA. Maybe they'll be better players. We've always said – I've always said I thought it should be two years. It shouldn't be only one year in college. So maybe that's a way to – to, to get where I want to be in another way. So we'll see how that goes. But, hey, Charles, always a pleasure. Really appreciate the comments. And uh, thanks for joining me this morning. Hey, it's always, uh, always a pleasure, Mitch. Thank you, man. That was good stuff, really good stuff. Uh, because that is interesting. I've heard that about this is going to be a very lean draft as opposed to last year. I'm just wondering if we're really getting the quality, but I think that's a good thing if a guy, if a guy can stick around a year or two more because of NIL, if there's anything good to come out of NIL, because I'm not a big fan of that, or of the being able to transfer and not have to sit out a year. I don't like either one of those. But if it gets these guys to be better players coming into the uh, NBA and not being like a, a work in progress, or a project, then I think that's better. And then the foreign players coming into the league as well. All right, we're going to take one more break before the end of the hour. Talk a little horse racing. Fairgrounds got a big race day coming up in a couple of weeks. They're running today. I'll probably be out there for a little while. Kevin Kilroy from the Fairgrounds Good Analyst will be with us next, right after these messages live here from Premier Chrysler Jeep Dodge. Are you suffering from neck and back pain from a recent car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services, and chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me, Dr. T. is a paid endorsement. He's a man of Choosing your attorney can be a life-changing decision. Chip Forstall has over 28 years of experience, giving you the personal attention that you need. If you or a loved one has been injured, you need a lawyer to protect you, your family, and work to get compensation for your injuries. Contact the law office of Chip Forstall today, located at 320 North Carrollton Avenue, New Orleans, or call us at 483-3400. That's 483-3400. Or log on to www.chipforstall.com today. You need caring, aggressive, and effective representation. You need personal attention. You need Chip Forstall. Chip Forstall. Chip Forstall. He knows the law. Chip Forstall. 
This is Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating Company. Here's our jingle. Hope it bugs you. DA Exterminating, the real DA is on the way. Take your homes, got fleas, or homes, got bugs. Crawling in your walls or on your rocks. Say no to bugs, tell your DA, pick up the phone, we're on the way. DA Exterminating. We offer complete pest and termite control featuring the Centricon system. DA Exterminating Company, 800-650-PEST. DA Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone in our 12th season for LA Medical Management Corporation located at 2930 Canal Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. And they are open Monday through Thursdays, 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. and Fridays, 8 to 5 p.m. At LMMC, they handle primary care, physical therapy, and diagnostic testing. With medical doctors on staff, they are the personal injury specialists and the leaders in accident-related health care. Call them today at 504-821-2574. Hi, I'm Pat Swillen. One of the things I love about Louisiana is its beautiful natural landscapes and its unique sceneries. Let's preserve it. Please don't trash Louisiana with propane cylinders that are no longer certified. Bring these cylinders to your propane dealer so that they may dispose of them safely. Be a saint and let's keep Louisiana beautiful. This safety message is brought to you by the Louisiana Liquefied Petroleum Gas Commission and the Louisiana Propane Industry. All right, we're back here uh, live here at uh, Premier um, Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram here at 13,000 I-10 service road off the uh, Bullard exit, I-10 East. Um, They're open every day, but Sunday 9 to 8, so come on by. We'll be here all the way till 11 o'clock, and then I'm going to head out to see uh, a guy who's my next guest here. Uh, Hopefully I'll see him. I'll be there for a little while, at least at the fairgrounds, uh, with another beautiful racing uh, card. I know the weather is, you know, could be a little bit questionable, but anyway, uh, they've made accommodations for that. Kevin Kilroy's with us. So, Kevin, thanks for joining me this morning. Hey, Mitch, how you doing, man? Doing good, man. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish the uh, segment with uh, the the team we're pulling for next weekend. But let's start off with horse racing, and uh, I know, you know, um, the uh, in a couple of weeks, the the road to the uh, to the Louisiana Derby, or well, the road to the Kentucky Derby, the uh, Louisiana Derby preview day will be coming up in a couple of weeks. I know you have a lot of great horses, a lot of great trainers, a lot of great jockeys. Give me the headlines of what uh, we can expect to see in a couple of weeks on the uh, the Louisiana Derby preview day. Oh yeah, so the Risen Star, right? So the Risen Star is it's really become uh, just every year a really really big time race for detracting horses who are just like in top form and ready ready to ready to punch ready to do their thing so this year it's no different Mitch we got uh, we've got nine that I know of that are going to be running right you know assuming it all goes well in these, these next two weeks and they're in the ready to roll um, track phantom he, he won the Lacoste, he won the gun runner Steve, trained by Steve Asmussen all time you know uh, winning his trainer in the history of the sport never won the Kentucky Derby this is his best shot right now track phantom He's also got Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame is uh, just broke his maiden, but he did it in a monster way. Ran faster than Track Phantom on that same card. Uh, so Steve's got two live ones. And Brad Cox got Catching Freedom. He looks good. He won the South Southwest. Um, I bet he'll throw another one in there just because Brad's got enough to, to. Brad Cox has got a, enough to you know uh, to load load the boxes and try to get his points. But then we got Bill Motson and Resilience. In you know from New York we got uh, Todd Pletcher sending uh, who's he sending he's sending Moonlight to us 
two really quality up-and-coming horses. Uh, Chad Brown's in Sierra Leone. He's one of the top uh, Kentucky Derby horses. Um, then we've got Real Men Violin. Did you see that work yesterday with Kim McPeak's Real Men Violin? He, he fired a bullet in company with uh, VV's Dream. Uh, his top filly, Kim McPeak's got you know a lot of good three-year-olds, and they they ran together in, in company in the morning, and they uh, went fastest by a second, Mitch, a second yeah, faster a, than the next uh, than than awesome. yeah. Chief. Uh, it was a sharp work, man. So I think they're live. Hillman violin. It's going to be a day. It's going to be a day. The Risen Star is going to be. Uh, it's going to be a thriller. What about the? Uh, I think the Rachel Alexandra for the Phillies. Who do you who do you see in that? Who's the big big horses in that race? Yeah. So BB's dream. From Kimmy Peak, she's going to be in it. Tom Amos has got Alice Beach. She uh, she worked a bullet actually um, in company with Rose Palace um, earlier this week, and Rose Palace went better than she did, or at least a little bit faster. You know, sometimes they get about the same time, but one crosses the line first because what can a clocker do? You know, and uh, Rose Palace um, is racing today in race eight. So um, I, I might I might bet her if y'all are going to get out to the track, look for Rose Palace today. But um, then we've got. Uh, Perfect shot from Steve Asmussen. We've got uh, Alpine Princess, winner of the uh, of the Untappable from Brad Cox. Um, got a couple other ones. That Rachel Alexander is shaping up as it does. You know, as it does. We've had a lot of Oaks winners, Kentucky winner, Oaks winners, come through that Rachel Alexandra. So it's going to be another stunner. It's going to be a great card. It's going to be a great and card. Let me ask you one more thing about that. And my favorite is all the handicap division, which is always a struggle because horses. Are more valuable off the track as sires, and in the, unless they're geldings. But I, I like the older horses, uh, and they have the big race. I think it's what the Mine Shaft, I believe. Yep. The prep yep. for the New Orleans uh, handicap. Who, who's the big names in that race? I don't know who's going to draw into that one. All my, all my energies have been on the three-year-olds. Um, but I, I, I'm thinking, you know, that we'll still see. We won't see Saudi Crown. Right? He just won the Louisiana. We won't see him. He's He's going to be heading out to uh, to, to the, you know, the Saudi Cup. I'm thinking Happy American runs again. He's been running well. You know, Neil Pesson's horse, who, who was able to uh, to win a couple of those races last year. Five-star general. I haven't seen him on the work tab, so I'd be surprised to see him out there. I don't know. We might get a shipper. You know, Bill Mott's, if he's sending resilience, I could see Mott and Pletcher's both sending one. I mean, Bill Mott gave us uh, Olympiad, and that was, a, that was a big one. I went in the mine shaft a couple years ago and, and breaking the yeah. track record doing it. So I'm not quite sure who's going to be in that older division. But, yeah, I'm like you. I like those older older route horses. Well, you might see some of the horses that ran in the Pegasus that didn't do as well because you got about a month. Right. Because that would be cool, um, and that was an interesting race. Hey, um, so a lot of great stuff at the fairgrounds. I know you still got the Wiener Dogs coming up in March. You've got, uh, you know, the Louisiana Derby at the end of March as well. But I got to leave you with, uh, you know, the Chiefs uh, in the Super Bowl. And I saw a great, I just looked, I just had to look up this again. I know you're a big Chiefs guy, of course. I've become a Chiefs fan in the last, like, uh, what, five or two, because I just, Mahomes to me. You got to, you got to respect. Welcome to the team, Mitch. Welcome, I love it, yeah. Because to me, Mahomes is like Brady with more class and he doesn't get the calls. That's my opinion. I always have to knock the Patriots and Brady. But uh, they're the underdog, and, uh, and Mahomes' record is, as you probably know, unbelievable. As a, uh, Remember they talked about him being a road dog, and they covered and beat Baltimore straight up. How good he is as, a, as an underdog, uh, whether, whether against the spread or winning straight up. 
I love the Chiefs in this game. I told uh, one of the guys from the NFL Network, Kevin, the other day, I was like, if the Chiefs don't win this game comfortably, I'll be shocked. I don't want to jinx them. How do you feel about the game next Sunday? Yeah, I agree with you, Mitch. I mean, I think this is – this team, they want to be the dog. They love it. This is this is their chance. You know, they had, they had a little bit of a, you know, dirtied up form this, this, uh, this season, losing some close games by calls, by refs, by drop passes. And they're, uh, you could see it in that Baltimore game. The way they took over the Ravens got in their heads so intensely, caused them to make mistakes, you know, got them, got them flustered. These, the Chiefs are coming. They're not on the top lists, you know, MVP lists. You know, they're not, they're not, they're not, you know, catching headlines for individual performances. They're coming in there as a team and they're ready to, uh, yeah, to punch up. You know, they love being the dog. And it's just going to be, they're going to, they're going to smoke them. They're going to smoke I them. Think this so. team, I mean, you think- Andy Reid, this is what they've been, this, this is the game they've been playing the whole season for. They know they're getting here. Yeah, well, there's, a, there's also this intangible about knowing how to win big games. And there's nobody yeah. better than Mahomes. And the fact that they be, they played better teams on the road. And the 49ers are really lucky. Really, Green Bay and Detroit probably should be in the Super Bowl. But that's the way it goes. you got to finish games. So we'll see how that goes. Any final thoughts? Um, uh, Fairgrounds having a great year. I know you raised purses at a certain point. Um, you feel good about the season, uh, how it's progressed? Oh yeah, it's been great. You know, we we've moved up to running four four uh, turf races on on our big cards. You know, we've got ten on the card, and um, that feels great. The turf race has just been packed. We've been seeing great performances. We've seen you know Brian Hernandez Jr. has been riding lights out. Edgar Morales, this new guy, you know uh, Jaime Torres. Um, it's been it's been a fun meet, Mitch. And it's just oh, it's, it's just great when you see all these three year olds come through. Just let you know the fairgrounds is uh, been around 152 years, and I hope it's around 152 more. You know. It's been it's the third oldest track in North America, no question. Hey, Kevin, it's always a pleasure. We got to roll. Thanks for joining me, and uh, have a great day. And hopefully, I'll see you out there this afternoon. All right, Mitch, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. There you go. I, I like him plus two. I mean, you get points, but I, I forgot. I don't have the numbers memorized. But Mahomes against the spread as an underdog, winning straight up as an underdog is unbelievable. It's like ten and three or something crazy, and it's even better against the spread. I love the Chiefs plus two. I think they win the game straight up. Anyway, we're going to take a break. Are you break. suffering we'll from neck and back pain from a recent right car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services. And chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me, Dr. T. is a paid endorsement. He's a man of Choosing your attorney can be a life-changing decision. Chip Forstall has over 28 years of experience giving you the personal attention that you need. If you or a loved one has been injured, you need a lawyer to protect you, your family, and work to get compensation for your injuries. Contact the law office of Chip Forstall today, located at 320 North Carrollton Avenue, New Orleans, or call us at 483-3400. That's 483-3400. Or log on to www.chipforstall.com today. You need caring, aggressive, and effective representation. You need personal attention. You need Chip Forstall. Chip Forstall. Chip Forstall. He knows the law. Chip Forstall. 
Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone in our 12th season for LA Medical Management Corporation, located at 2930 Canal Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. And they are open Monday through Thursdays, 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. and Fridays, 8 to 5 p.m. At LMMC, they handle primary care, physical therapy, and diagnostic testing. With medical doctors on staff, they are the personal injury specialists and the leaders in accident-related health care. Call them today at 504-821-2574. This is William Wallace. Listen to my show on Tuesday night at 5 o'clock. William Wallace for America here on WGSO 990 AM in New Orleans, Louisiana. Increasing overcast skies tonight, lows around 48 to 52. We're under scattered morning showers tomorrow, with a better chance of rain and most likely and possibly even heaviest is coming along late afternoon through early evening. Then it'll be diminishing again, but still a likely chance of scattered activity tomorrow night, ending early in the morning Sunday. Windy tomorrow, tomorrow night and Sunday. Low 60s tomorrow, 50s tomorrow night. Breezy, breezy yet with afternoon sunshine coming back Sunday, 60s. Ralph Sanjay, WGSO. Warmer days are ahead, and you're invited to fun family shopping at the Spring into Summer Arts and Crafts Show. There'll be an Easter bunny and free face painting for the kids. No admission charge and doors open at 9 a.m. Saturday, February 24th, Magnolia Park Recreation District, Louisiana 40, Folsom, Louisiana. Get more info on Facebook at Spring into Summer Arts and Crafts Show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to WGSO 990 AM in New Orleans. And you are listening to New Orleans Today with Mitch Gibbs. And now, here's Mitch. All right, welcome to hour number two here. We're live at uh, Premier Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, 13,000 I-10 Service Road off Bullard, the Bullard exit here in New Orleans East. We're going to be here all uh, through the winter and spring, all the way through May, every Saturday morning, 9 to 11. So I want to thank... Uh, uh, John uh, Starnes and all our great hosts here. Uh, the number is 504-273-6155. They're open every day, but Sunday, 9 to 8. So we're talking sports, but we're also talking conventions. We're talking festivals, uh, New Orleans entertainment, all that great stuff, So and business as well. So my next guest, I uh, just went to their event. 
the uh, Gateway to Growth Summit, which is very informative uh, earlier in the week at the Port of New Orleans. And here's a man who runs the show there, uh, Stephen Ruther's with us right now. So, Stephen, uh, thanks for joining me this morning. Thanks so much for having me. So, uh, you know, that was a great summit, very informative. We learned a lot about, you know, you think about how important the Mississippi River is and the Port of New Orleans and uh, how much business comes through there. People don't realize how significant that is. So I'd like you to educate our audience a little bit about that uh, because I learned a lot as well earlier in the week. So talk a little bit about the significance of uh, the Mississippi River and, of course, the Port of New Orleans. Sure, of course, definitely. And, you know, I think the thing that is easy to forget we all live in our homes, and just on the other side of the levee that we may or may not look at is this mighty Mississippi River. And it's not just the port of New Orleans. It's really an entire complex of port systems throughout the state of Louisiana that really provide um, the rest of the country to be able to access goods that come in that are imported and shipped out and really drive major parts of the economy. And when you look at not just the port of New Orleans, but the port of southeast Louisiana, for example, you're talking about um, one of the largest tonnage ports in uh, literally in the entire world. And so when you look at all those different dynamics, people take it for granted, the intercommerce um, sort of connectivity that we have between railroads, as well as those uh, large shipping containers that come in, the overall impact of it. Um, and for my organization, which is normally the New Orleans Regional Leadership Institute, we you know, really focus on trying to make sure that individuals within the community and within our region have a greater understanding and appreciation for those uh, economic assets as well as cultural assets. And for our program that we had on Tuesday, that is a large part of the focus is just making sure people recognize this amazing uh, opportunity and this amazing asset in their backyards, as well as some pretty historic um, investments that are happening within the Port of New Orleans to be able to expand their footprint and to be able to uh, obviously handle, great, handle greater uh, uh, sort of terminal traffic and uh, container traffic um, to really be able to compete with some other ports in uh, the Gulf Coast area. So it was a great program. And again, we, we just try to make sure individuals uh, are aware of this great asset that we have. Now, uh, do you think that um, there are things that you can, guys can do to make uh, the port more, all these ports you're talking about, more efficient, more successful, uh, more business uh, in this area, because we always complain about in New Orleans, we don't have enough of a skilled labor force here. We don't have enough money to compete with other cities in the United States, although a lot of these cities don't have uh, a location ge geographically on the, on the Mississippi River. So I'm just wondering if that is something that uh, the port system can do to improve our, our uh, opportunities to get more of a skilled labor force to New Orleans. And uh, maybe that all works out great in terms of business accelerates here. I want to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, no, I, I think you're absolutely, absolutely right. And I think we're in an interesting time where you're seeing um, some pretty large transformations happen with workforce uh, across the United States, right? And I think we've been really lucky over the last 15 years where we've made investments throughout the state. We've had excellent leadership at Louisiana Economic Development and have really focused on partnerships with uh, our uh, community and technical colleges as well as four-year universities to make sure that we have the right programs, the right curriculum, the right certifications so that individuals can then find meaningful work 
that uh, pays a great salary, allows them to be able to take care of their family and also have opportunities moving up. And I think, again, a really important aspect of this is recognizing that it's not just one single parish, right? We operate as a region, and beyond that, we operate as a super region with Greater New Orleans partnering with Baton Rouge. And when you look at that, all of a sudden we have the critical mass of both population, geography, as well as skill sets for those workforces, as well as living uh, accommodations and housing to be able to really attract a first-class workforce. And when you combine that with all the different uh, tax incentives to bring in um, skilled labor, as well as uh, some great, uh, the sort of brain magnet that we've had with young professionals, it's really created a great atmosphere for us to be able to tap into uh, that workforce and to be able to deploy it in a meaningful way. And to tie it back to the beginning, you look at the, transi- the transition that is occurring all across the country with uh, everything from technology, artificial intelligence, as well as people just trying to figure out as uh, traditional sectors maybe are changing and trying to figure out how to adapt to a new economy. Um, we're being very proactive in trying to figure out how to get that talent here and give them the opportunities that they need within our traditional industries, but in new and interesting ways. Well, I got to ask you too. I don't know. I don't know if you want to answer it or you can't answer it. But I always <laughs> like to know, uh, from a political standpoint, uh, like who. I don't know necessarily if I could ask you who you're rooting for, but in terms of like the governor, we have a new governor, so we'll, I'm I'm curious to see your thoughts on. Is that a good or a bad thing, um, you know, for, for the future of the business in New Orleans as well as the port system? And also we have a presidential election coming up in a year. Does it matter uh, really who is the governor or the president? Uh, what effect does that necessarily have on, uh, you know, the business in New Orleans, especially with your business in the port system? Yeah, so I think what I would say is no matter what, who you elect to an office is going to put their thumbprint and leave their impression and certainly um, color the dynamics of those conversations, right? And certainly individuals, certain individuals have certain prerogatives and things that they want to accomplish, right? Things that they want to be part of their legacy. But I think the really important thing from the kind of work that I do and economic development and leadership organizations do around the region and state is that you want to have a more consistent uh, policy space where it almost doesn't matter who is in that elected position. And it does matter, don't get me wrong, but you want to be able to create a business environment, a business culture, um, as well as have the right policies in place that no matter who is there, you're still succeeding, right? And you're seeing those positive results. And once you have those positive results, once you can actually mark that return on investment of taxpayer dollars of this is what we're investing towards and this is the results of those efforts, then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy and any elected official is going to be supportive and pleased with that, right? And so, in my opinion, yes, the individual matters. You want to have a great collaborative relationship with that elected official. And I think a lot of our leaders throughout the state have that. And I mean, that's, that's the beautiful thing about Louisiana. It's the beautiful thing about New Orleans. We can still get together and enjoy a great meal together, enjoy all the cultural and social aspects that we have and be able to thrive in that atmosphere. Um, but also, we have a great business environment that we continue to try to improve, and, um, and that makes it a lot easier to get the things done just because we're all uh, reading from the same script and seeing the same vision for where we want the state to move towards. Well, that sounds good. Hey, you know, and I know politicians love to take credit for any success, so as, as, as well as if the business is great this coming year in 2024, and 
I, I'm sure the governor's going to say, well, you know, I worked with all these guys, and uh, we, we were on the same page and all this stuff. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> hey, it's, it's, uh, it's always a pleasure. What, if, if anybody in our listening audience wants to get in touch with you guys to get more information, give us some contact information, uh, Stephen. Sure. Certainly you can find us on the social media, uh, social media channels like LinkedIn and Facebook and things like that. But the easiest thing is to go to our website. It's Norley, N-O-R-L-I dot org, O-R-G. And Norley stands for the New Orleans Regional Leadership Institute. And we have all of our contact information there. We have uh, a podcast um, that we're actually in the process of revamping. And so we'll have some new episodes coming out on that uh, in the upcoming months. Um, but, yeah, Norley.org, N-O-R-L-I.org. Uh, go visit, learn more about our program and the work that we do, and we'd love to hear from you. Well, hey, sounds great, Stephen. Thanks for joining me, uh, and it was good information, and we'll, we'll pass on the uh, website information as well. And so hopefully 2024 is a great year uh, for New Orleans and uh, the port system here. Thanks again for joining me. Excellent. Thank you so much. Have a good one. You too, thanks. That was Stephen Ruther with the Norley with the uh, Port of New Orleans. Good information. And before we take a break, we've got uh, Sana coming on because it is Mardi Gras season. We're only, uh, what, Tuesday, a week from Tuesday is Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday. And Monday, a uh, week from Monday would be London Gras. I'm here and we're going to have all kinds of rain next week. We're going to have some rain this afternoon as well. It's, well. it's New Orleans. You always have rain in New Orleans. But anyway, we're going to talk to her about Bacchus Bash, which will be a week from tomorrow. Uh, right next to Generations Hall as a preview to the uh, Bacchus Parade, which actually is on the same day as the Super Bowl, Super Sunday. That's why the game, which was originally supposed to be in New Orleans this year, was moved a year later because of the conflict with Mardi Gras, which we won't have next year. The fact that we had an early Mardi Gras this year. So we'll talk to her in the next segment. we got Hunt Palmer talking a little more uh, college basketball as well. And uh, But I want to thank all the great people like Greg Wieson over at Family Gras, they had a great uh, night last night with Amanda Shaw, a great local talent, Louisiana girl, did her, uh, her performance. And then followed by, to me, the greatest uh, rock and roll, classic rock band from the New Orleans area, Randy Jackson and his group, Zebra. Great performance, and they finished it with two Zeppelin songs, because I asked Randy when I interviewed him on the show uh, during the football season about Zeppelin. We don't do a lot of that anymore, but they did two of them. They did two of the top three. I, they didn't do Going to California. That's one of my top three, but they did um, they did a Stairway to Heaven to me, which is the greatest, in my opinion, one of the greatest, maybe the greatest song in the history of rock and roll. And so, uh, uh, you know, that was a good thing. And so... Um, uh, I'm just happy that uh, they did some Led Zeppelin, and uh, and they'll be, they'll be back today, and they're starting a little bit earlier because the rain coming in. But they've got uh, they've got uh, um, Cheap Trick, which is in the Hall of Fame, legendary classic rock band, and Amy Grant, who's a great solo artist. I haven't never seen Amy Grant, so I'm gonna try to check that out. So come see them right on right on the uh, between Causeway and Severn on the neutral ground on Veterans Boulevard, right across from Lakeside Shopping Center. And uh, we're live here at uh, Premier Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, 13,000 I-10 Service Road, right off the Bullard exit, I-10 East. Uh, they're open every day, but Sunday, 9 to 8. Call them at 
273-6155. I want to mention, of course, got to play golf, which is amazing, three days with all the rain this past week over at Timberlane. And you can call them at 504-367-5010, 504-367-5010, or go on the internet at playtimberlane.com to, to, uh, to book a tee time. So we're going to take another break. We'll be back with Sana talking about Mardi Gras, of course, the Bacchus Bash, which uh, precedes Bacchus next Sunday on uh, Super Sunday. So we'll be back with more of the show live right after, right after these messages in our second year of New Orleans Today live here every Saturday morning at Premier Jeep Chrysler Dodge. The following is a paid endorsement. He's a man of Choosing your attorney can be a life-changing decision. Chip Forstall has over 28 years of experience, giving you the personal attention that you need. If you or a loved one has been injured, you need a lawyer to protect you, your family, and work to get compensation for your injuries. Contact the law office of Chip Forstall today, located at 320 North Carrollton Avenue, New Orleans, or call us at 483-3400. That's 483-3400. Or log on to www.chipforstall.com today. You need caring, aggressive, and effective representation. You need personal attention. You need Chip Forstall. NHL star Matt Martin for American Humane. I've had my fair share of bruises and injuries. But for many who put their lives on the line every day, it's not always the injuries you can see that hurt the most. Every single day, 184 veterans are diagnosed with post-traumatic stress. When medications and therapy don't help, professionally trained service dogs can. American Humane has created a free guide to help veterans obtain these life-saving animals. For help, please go to AmericanHumane.org. Donate your vehicle and make a difference. WGSO 990 AM has partnered with Charitable Adult Rides and Services, also known as CARS, to allow you the opportunity to donate your car, truck, motorcycle, RV, or boat to our nonprofit organization. You may qualify for a tax deduction while supporting a cause that is near and dear to your heart. Simply go to WGSO.com and follow the link on our homepage. Vehicle donation pickup is always free to you, and most vehicles can be picked up within 24 to 72 hours. You'll receive an initial car donation receipt upon pickup, and then the CARS team will work to turn your car into cash to support our cause. Once your vehicle is sold, the CARS team will provide you proper tax forms in time to file. Their friendly donor support representatives are available seven days a week to assist throughout the process. Again, for more information, go to WGSO.com. It's Jeff Cruer, host of Ringside Politics. I'd like to introduce WGSO General Manager, Mary Ann Guzman. WGSO is locally owned and operated right here in New Orleans. We believe in cultivating local talent and emphasize local programs. If you have an interest in hosting your own program, then we have some prime spots available. Thanks, Marianne. Folks, take advantage of this great offer. Email me at jeff at wgso.com or call me at 504-669-6076. Come fulfill your radio dreams at WGSO. All right, we're back here live at uh, Premier Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram 13,000 I-10 service road, right off the I-10 East Exit Bullard. 
and uh, we'll be here till the top there to 11 o'clock and we'll be back of course every Saturday morning 9 to 11 talking a little bit of everything whether it's Pelicans, uh, Tulane, LSU, UNO basketball, uh, even Saints off-season stuff, um, conventions, tourism, festivals. Uh, how about Mardi Gras? Well, Mardi Gras is, uh, this is the first weekend of Mardi Gras, and then we have the, the big second weekend. And in the second weekend of Mardi Gras, you've got all the big parades. And on Sunday, you got Bacchus. But what precedes Bacchus, and has been going on for a long time, and my next guest can, uh, of course, because uh, I can't remember how many years they've been doing the Bacchus Bash, but uh, it's right next to Generations Hall, and it's a great time to hear a lot of great music, a lot of great bands, and, and then you have outside, and then you go inside of Generations Hall as well, and they have, they have food trucks, and they have drinks, and all that good stuff. Sana's with us to talk a little bit about that. That will be, uh, interestingly, and the reason why the Super Bowl is not here until next year is because it would have been on Bacchus Day, Super Bowl Sunday, uh, a week from tomorrow. So, Sana, um, that's kind of interesting, of course. And uh, yeah. so, uh, but tell us a little bit about, I've been many times and worked with mm -hmm. you guys and promoted for so long. It's always a great event. So talk about what you guys got planned uh, next Sunday. Oh, we're so excited. So we've been doing this for 39 years. Um, so it will start at noon on Bacchus Sunday. The party's free, open to the public, and I know you kind of covered some, but it's basically a huge block party right outside of Generations Hall with food, drinks, great music, um, and it's just one block from the Bacchus route, so you also get really easy access to the parade when they roll on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, and uh, I didn't know it had been, th I, know, I think Steve or Clark had told me, I couldn't remember, but 39 uh -huh. years, which is amazing. Because Bacchus has been around, what, since uh, I think the, uh, the late 60s. And um, we think about all the great kings they've had over the years. I used to have all those doubloons, but that's kind of a foregone era. They throw a lot of different <laughs> stuff these days. But uh, talk a little bit about the bands you got, because I've seen, you know, you've had different bands. Sometimes you use a, you bands you really like, and you invite them for the mm -hmm. following year. So give us a list of the bands that will be performed. Oh, yeah. So we have some great entertainment. So we have Bag of Donuts, Manny Fresh, Top Cats, Category 6, Neutral Snap. And I like this because there's really something for everyone. And the music is definitely top-notch, and that's a really big draw for the free block party. Yeah, so in, uh, what about... Um any, uh, any, anything, any, any wrinkles you're going to do next year? I mean, this year, Zana. Any wrinkles? Yeah, any, any, anything different from the past? Uh, so, that, I mean, that you could do this year that you haven't done in the past, I guess. Yeah, so this year we're having Lakeview Harbor um, put out some great food. Um, we're going to have, so another thing, VIP tickets. So it is open to the public. It is free. But if you did want to purchase VIP tickets, those are $100. And that now gets you premium open bar, grandstand viewing, private area inside Generations Hall with bathroom access. And we all know how important bathroom access is when we're in the thick of Mardi Gras. Um, no so question we'll about that. Food. Yeah. I know. And I think one of the also the best things about our place and I have to brag on our bartenders a little bit. They are the fastest bartenders around. 
I mean, honest to God, they are so fast. So I think that's another thing that consistently makes this such a fun, successful event. You don't have to wait in long lines. Um, you can really just enjoy yourself, all types of music. It's just such a fun time. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I've, yeah, I, I'm trying to think about the bartenders because I've had drinks in inside and outside, and yeah, uh -huh. I think they always do a really good job. And uh, and you know, I always look for the best. Uh, you say it's premium, so that's good. You know, because mm -hmm. I'm a little picky. I'm a little bit picky in my. Uh, you know, my mixed drinks. So as am I, thing. as am I. So I'm like, wow, okay, yes. We are doing the open premium bar this year, so you can really get whatever you want. That is awesome. You know, I know if it's so many events I've covered at Generate, so I always look, do you have Grey Goose? Do you have, you know, for example, oh, yeah. good, good bourbon. Oh. So that's, that'll be great. There's nothing wrong with that. And uh, Good bar, guess, good bartenders. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to think about that. I'm going to try to make it, and if I do, well, I'm going to mention that Sana said you guys are the best. Just gonna oh, say you guys. please do. Tell them all. <laughs> all right. So before I let you go, uh, obviously the most important question, if you want the VIP experience or you want additional information um, on Bacchus Bash next Sunday, give us the website or the information that they need to, where they need to go to get all the information. Absolutely. So it's actually super simple. All you do is Google search Bacchus Bash. The first hit will come up as an Eventbrite. Um, that'll have the information. You click that, and then you can also click Get Tickets. Super easy. Um, I did it myself 30 minutes ago just to double check, but it is very easy. Well, sounds great. Hey, and uh, 39 years and still running. And uh, mm -hmm. again, uh, I know it's interesting that um, it's going to be on the same day as the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl doesn't start at like 5.30, and uh, you guys will probably be all, you know, going still going of course but you oh, know yeah. there'll be there'll be places right next door you can walk back and forth and if you want to watch the beginning of the game and uh and enjoy oh, some yeah we have music. tvs too we have tvs inside as well so okay you, you get it all <laughs> so you're gonna have tvs for the super that's great perfect got it all covered mm -hmm. so anyway hey thanks again uh for joining i really appreciate it and uh and congratulations uh the 39 years, that's that's fantastic. Thank you so much. We're so excited, and I hope to see you there. Okay, thanks, sir. That was uh, the Bacchus Bash, which uh, is a week from tomorrow with all these great bands, a bag of donuts. I remember seeing bag of donuts when they first started, and they would do the whiskey break and all that innovative stuff they did. I've seen them so many times. And, um, all the other great bands she talked about, a little bit of everything. And if you want to go inside, because there's a bar outside and inside, you and that she says $100 for VIP for the uh, premium bar outside or inside. You go upstairs to the bar in Generations Hall and go back and forth. I know they have music playing in there as well. So anyway, we just got a couple more segments to go. We got Hunt Palmer coming up next. He's live in Baton Rouge, so he's going to be there. LSU game starting about 35 minutes. LSU hosting Arkansas, one of those games they really need to win because that's a team that's a, not one of the better teams in the conference. And if you're going to show you're making progress, you got to beat teams like that. So we've had good conversations on that as well. And uh, I'm going to, of course, want to mention uh, Timberlane Golf Course. PlayTimberlane.com is a website, 504-367-5010. You want to book a tee time, you can call or go online. They're open every day, but... Monday, and uh, hopefully the weather will cooperate to some extent. I also want to mention Family Girl as well. I was there last night seeing uh, one of the great, to me, the greatest classic rock 
rock and roll band from New Orleans, Zebra, and they did a couple of uh, Zeppelin songs as well. They did Stairway to Heaven, which was, uh, that's how they wrapped it up. And Cashmere was the other great. To me, those are the three, the three best songs. In, in Zeppelin, to me, and Pink Floyd, too, I think are the two greatest bands of rock and roll. But the three, my three, in my opinion, the three greatest songs of Led Zeppelin, I think, of course, Stairway to Heaven may be the greatest song of all time, but I like Cashmere, and of course, I like going to California. So they did two out of three, that's not bad, 66%. So anyway, we're live here at uh, Premier Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram 13,000 I-10 service road off the Bullard exit I-10 East. They're open every day, but Sunday 9 to 8. You can also call them at 504-273-6155. We'll be here all uh, season, which means winter into the spring through May every Saturday morning from 9 to 11. We're going to be back with Hunt Palmer talking some college basketball, and I'm going to wrap up the show with my thoughts on the Pelicans and the NBA as we move to break here live here, our second year of doing New Orleans Today show here from uh, Premier Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram in New Orleans East. We'll be back right after these messages. Are you suffering from neck and back pain from a recent car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services, and chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me, Dr. Hi, T. Hi, I'm William Wallace. You can hear me live on Tuesday nights at 5 o'clock here on WGSO or see what I have to say on Facebook at William Wallace for America. Bring your business back to life with signs. Show-stopping signage can give your business the visibility it needs. Sir Speedy is a trusted resource for sign design, production, and installation. From trade show displays, banners and posters, to directional signs, window decals, wall graphics, and more, Sir Speedy's sign capabilities can help your business get noticed. Call us today at 504-586-9812. Sir Speedy, we do. WGSO 990 AM is the only locally owned and operated talk station in New Orleans. We feature 20 local hosts discussing a variety of topics in an era when the daily newspaper is being discontinued and our competitors are out-of-state media conglomerates. We ask you, our listeners, to support local programming on a local station. To advertise or sponsor one of our great shows, contact me at jeff at WGSO.com or call 504-669-606. More and more Americans are listening on American Ground. Listen each Saturday from noon to 1 p.m. with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. Wednesdays at 5. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm John Burns. Get out your rain gear and be aware that Mardi Gras parade times have either been moved or canceled today due to the threat of heavy rain this weekend. Slidell National Weather Service meteorologist Danielle Manning says rain chances are filtering into the southeast this morning. That threat of heavy rain is going to last through the day on Saturday and into Saturday night, depending on where you are. But the good news is it looks like we'll be down to light rain across southern parts of the state by Sunday morning and should be partly cloudy and nice across the northern parts of the state for Sunday. Before you leave the house to catch some beads, make sure you check and see if your intended parade time has been changed. 
A shooting incident near a Mardi Gras parade in Mandeville last night left one person injured in a McDonald's parking lot. Police there say they responded to shots fired around 9.30 last night where they found the victim who had been shot. So far, there's no word on the condition of the victim. Authorities are urging anyone with information on the shooting to come forward. LRN. No more mold. No more damage. No more outdated old bathroom. No more slipping and hurting. No more stress. Make your ordinary bathroom extraordinary for only $99 per month. New shower, new door, new tub, new wall, new anti-slip technology. Be stress-free. Call 800-770-5322. BCI Bath & Shower is made in America for the highest quality. Ask about our military and senior discounts. Your dream bathroom in as little as one day. First 50 callers save $1,500 on a never-clear glass-treated door. Call now for free premium color upgrades. 800-770-5322. Call BCI Bath & Shower, the leader in bathroom remodeling. Be smart, safe, and stay a step ahead of inflation with our interest-free financing options. Call 800-770-5322. Love your bathroom with free upgrades. Call 800-770-5322. That's 800-770-5322. Are you suffering from neck and back pain from a recent car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services, and chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me, Dr. T. Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone in our 12th season for LA Medical Management Corporation located at 2930 Canal Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. And they are open Monday through Thursdays, 830 to 530 p.m. and Fridays, 8 to 5 p.m. At LMMC, they handle primary care, physical therapy, and diagnostic testing. With medical doctors on staff, they are the personal injury specialists and the leaders in accident-related health care. Call them today at 504-821-2574. Howdy, everybody. This is Jackie Gumbo inviting you to join me each and every Sunday from 5 to 6 p.m. for Uncle Jackie's Gumbo. A little bit of this and a whole lot of that each and every Sunday from 5 to 6 p.m. only on WGSO 990 AM New Orleans or WGSO.com. Bring your gumbo, baby. We're going to have us a blast. Hey, it's Kevin Carr with your personal sneak preview invitation to join me on Sunday evening from 8 to 9 for Fat Guys at the Movies. Each week, I give you my take on the newest movies and movie news, but in a fun way. Not like those stuffy movie review snobs who take themselves way too seriously. I tell you if the new movies rock or not. Yes, it's fun for all ages with Fat Guys at the Movies. I'll see you Sunday evening at 8 on WGSO 990 AM. All right, we're back here for the final two segments of the show here live at Premier Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. 13,000 I-10 service road off the Bullard. Exit I-10 East will be here all uh, through the winter and uh, through May uh, op uh, at 9 to 11 in the morning. And uh, my next guest is Hunt Palmer with the Hunt Palmer Show. So, Hunt, thanks for joining me this morning. Absolutely. It's not a, not a pleasant morning, but I'm glad to be here. <laughs> Yeah, we're uh, wrapping up the show at 11, and then um, I know the rain's coming. Uh, 
it's you know that's part of southeastern Louisiana being in the rain I guess but anyway I know LSU Arkansas uh, we've been talking I've had a couple other guests have talked a little bit about the game and you know uh, you know we're looking at uh, you know measuring the progress that McMahon's made if he's made it or not in the second year and um, you know you need to win games like this a team like Arkansas with a losing record so I want to get your thoughts on that and um, you know, there's also been questions about where does he go from here after this year? Does he focus more on the transfer portal? Does he uh, look at high school seniors, for example, to get this team better? So talk a little bit about that. It's very difficult to judge uh, program trajectory in college basketball because every team is very, very dependent on the transfer portal and loses a lot of players from the trans to the transfer portal. So... It's, it's just impossible to judge who will be on this LSU basketball team next year. You can't even take the guys on the roster right now for granted, which used to be the way you would judge it. You have some freshmen and sophomores that are playing well. Can they grow up? You just, you just have no idea. So they're better than they were last year, which you would expect. I didn't really count last year at all. He inherited a roster that literally had zero committed players on it in total. None. None in high school and none on the current roster. He patchworked it together with some of his Murray State guys, and they were terrible, and you just waved that one away. Now that cloud of suspicion is off the program. They're a little bit better this year. They're not very good. They're a bottom half of the SEC team, I think. But uh, yeah, I, I think next year is, is the year that he really should take a, a big step forward if it's going to work. He's always going to lean on the transfer portal heavily. He has said multiple times in different press outings that he wants to be old every year. The old, old teams do well in the NCAA tournament. So he is going to recruit high school players. They've got two on this team that they, they signed from last year, and there are two top 150 players in the country committed for next year. Um, but they're going to go to the transfer portal and probably get six or seven guys. So how good those guys are will likely dictate how good LSU is next year. I mean, just look around the SEC. Everybody's best player almost is, is from the transfer portal, whether it's Dalton Connect at, at, at Tennessee. Arkansas comes in here this year. Tremont Mark is their best player. I mean, it's, it's, it's everywhere uh, around all of college basketball. So it's just very difficult to assess program trajectory because you just have no idea who's going to be on the team next year. And one of my guests earlier has suggested that one of LSU's issues with basketball, and I've said LSU's basketball has kind of been the third leg of the uh, program because of football and baseball and the success, obviously football, and then baseball's had a lot of success winning the national championship last year. So I think maybe that's an issue, but he's also said that uh, they're not doing a good job at NIL, and maybe McMahon needs to be more aggressive with the uh, university about pushing that. Um, do you see that being a particular issue with LSU's basketball success now and going forward? Yeah, I mean, I know that the football program is, is making a push with NIL, and I know that the baseball program has some backers that have been really influential in NIL as well. I don't know how much Matt McMahon has leaned into that or how much he's asked for what the players have been compensated. I, I really don't know the ins and outs of that. Um, you know, Will Wade was big on it uh, and as it was coming in, and I don't know uh, how Matt McMahon feels about it. So it's important the players now expect that they will be paid if they go play big-time collegiate sports. Uh, so if you are not leaning into it, you're going to fall behind in terms of, of recruiting players or, or retaining players. I just I, I don't I can't speak to the level at which they're engaged. I don't know. Well, the thing that 
I, I'm not. I'm. I'm an old school guy, so I, I don't like the transfer that you don't have to sit at a year. I don't like NIL, but if it's gonna, and somebody suggested this too, some players might stay um, longer in college because of NIL money. It means they'll, if they're good enough to play in the NBA, they'll develop so they don't throw them into the NBA when they're really not even ready to be in the NBA. I think that's not a bad thing, but I don't. I still don't like NIL because I don't think they should play pay college. Players, I think getting free tuition is something I would have jumped at, obviously, when I was in college or graduate school. So anyway, that's all the stuff going around. And that's, what, what can you say? I mean, I can complain about it, but it's not going to change. It's the, it's the reality of the situation. So does that make you feel good in the sense that, um, that McMahon's on the right path to being LSU becoming a better team next year? I um I hope so. I don't know. Um, you just have to see who he can land in the transfer portal for next year, um, and then who's back on the roster. I it's just a different world of collegiate athletics. Um, so it's hard to to make an assessment of whether or not they're moving forward. They're certainly better this year than they were last year, but in in truth, like he's going to have to sign some kids in the transfer portal that didn't go to high school in Baton Rouge. I mean, last year's transfer portal hall was Jalen Cook and Carlos Stewart and Jordan Wright. All these guys are just Baton Rouge kids that came back to LSU from Vanderbilt and Santa Clara and Tulane and all that. And then he went and got Will Baker, who was at Nevada, and he hasn't been very he hasn't played very well. Hunter Dean, the Mandeville kid that they brought in that had been playing in Conference USA. Um, they've got to do a little bit better. You don't have to go get kids from Duke. Dalton Connect went to North Dakota State, and he's going to be a lottery pick from Tennessee. Uh, so you can find him anywhere. Jani Broom uh, was in the A-Sun, and he's at Auburn, averaging a double-double. Like, you can find him from smaller schools. you just got to find really good players, and, and that's going to have to be the key. And there's just no way to tell who those players are as of today because they're playing somewhere else. All right, I'm going to leave you with a, a football question. Uh, the Senior Bowl, of course, is, uh, is uh, today in Mobile. Um, and the draft's coming up in April. Um, Jane Daniels is getting a lot of love. I'm assuming he's going to be at the Combines. And that, you know, although, I, I mean, if, you, if you're projected to be a, a, you know, top half of the first round draft choice, I'm wondering if you even want to risk going to the Combines because what if you have a bad Combine? But Jane Daniels still projected, do you, do you think, in the top ten of the first round? What are your thoughts on that? Oh, for sure. He's not getting anywhere close to 10, I don't think. I think he'll be the third pick uh, to, to New England, um, but he will not get to 10. Uh, when, when NFL execs turn on the tape that Jaden Daniels put out there this past year, he's going to fly up draft boards. Um, he did not have a single bad game. The only bad half LSU played was in the second half against Florida State, and Kyron Lacey dropped a third down pass, and Malik Neighbors fell down on a stop route for an interception. Outside of that, he was brilliant from start to finish and did everything that you would want a quarterback to do. He made great decisions. He was accurate. He hit the deep balls, the intermediate balls. He made smart decisions. He used his legs. He he did everything you can do as a college player. So I'd be stunned if he did anything except get on the whiteboard and take his physical at the combine. He would probably throw it pro day in a controlled environment with Brian Thomas and with Malik Neighbors and with the guys that he's been throwing with uh, for two years now. Um, but now he will he will not get to ten. I think he's. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he was the second pick. Um, I'd be shocked if he got past five. 
So you, so you're, you think the the first three picks are going to be quarterbacks? I guess, right? I do. I, there, yeah. There's, you know, some talk Marvin Harrison Jr. might go to New England, but I, I just think that if they're going to hitch their wagon to Mac Jones for another year, that would surprise me. I tell you what, if the Patriots do that, I think they're insane. But uh, I don't understand the head coach. Because I don't understand a lot of these teams. I think of the three teams that, to me, the Patriots. I don't understand there. I don't understand how Dan Quinn got it. Gets another head coaching job. He was embarrassing in that Super Bowl. And then, uh, and then look at that defense at the, you know, against the best team, especially against Green Bay. And then uh, I think uh, who was the other team? Atlanta. Ryan Most are getting the. I mean, I don't even. So I don't know. But that's good for the Saints, maybe. I like that when the Saints are playing teams twice in a in a season that have I don't like their coaching selections, but we'll see how that goes. But anyway, um, Hunt, always a pleasure. Hopefully, else you could pull out the game today, starting at eleven o'clock in Baton Rouge against Arkansas. So thanks for joining me this morning. Absolutely, have a great weekend. You too, thank you, man. And uh, we're gonna head to a break in a couple of minutes, and then I'm gonna wrap up the show. But I I, I just think about the fact that. Uh, you know, some of these teams, like Dan Quinn, uh, you know, how can you – what he did to blow that Super Bowl and then eventually they got rid of him in Atlanta. And then he's a defensive coordinator in the Cowboys and they get embarrassed by Green Bay. I mean, it was – and you're going to give this guy a head coaching job and then and uh, Raheem Mostert or whatever, the guy who got the job at, at – uh, who had a losing record when he was a Tampa Bay coach and he gets the Atlanta job. I think that's just good for the Saints and the Patriots – um, their decision to hire a coach is, uh, I don't understand. I think you go with a young, you can be a defensive coordinator, I'm okay with that, a younger, uh, very creative offensive and defensive coordinator, and that's what most of the teams did, which I think are good decisions, and you see how it rolls. I, I wouldn't give them long-term contracts, I'd give them like a three-year deal and see how it goes, because I don't want to be stuck with a guy for five years. After the second year, I'm like, we're, we're going, got to go in another direction, so I uh, think about that. Anyway, we're live here for one more segment. Uh, Premier Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, 13,000 I-10 service right off the bullet exit. New Orleans East are open every day, but Sunday, 9 to 8. You can call them at 504-273-6155. We talked about Bacchus Bash next Sunday. You can go to the Bacchus Bash website to purchase tickets for that. And uh, they'll have a premium bar at 100 bucks a pop if uh, you do the VIP and we talked about playtimberlay.com or call them at 504-367-5010 if you want to book a tea time and uh, Family Grot will roll start a little bit earlier today because of the weather coming in and you got uh, Cheap Trick and uh, Amy Grant and then tomorrow they've got the Oak Ridge Boys so a lot of great stuff going on in New Orleans of course the racetrack running as well so we're going to take our final break live here and we'll be back with a more of the second season of New Orleans today right after these messages. Are you suffering from neck and back pain from a recent car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services, and chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me, Dr. The T. is a paid endorsement. He's a man of integrity. Who wants to be attorney? 
Choosing your attorney can be a life-changing decision. Chip Forstall has over 28 years of experience, giving you the personal attention that you need. If you or a loved one has been injured, you need a lawyer to protect you, your family, and work to get compensation for your injuries. Contact the law office of Chip Forstall today, located at 320 North Carrollton Avenue, New Orleans, or call us at 483-3400. That's 483-3400. Or log on to www.chipforstall.com today. You need caring, aggressive, and effective representation. You need personal attention. You need Chip Forstall. Before you pay that other pest control company, they are, quote, home of the $650 termite treatment protection plan, call DA. I'm Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating, and I bet we can beat that price. We offer different treatment methods featuring the Centricon bait system, and we have one of the best termite protection plans in the country. Before you pay $650 to another company, call DA. New Orleans Metro Area, North Shore, and Homer. DA Exterminating, complete pest and termite control services since 1959. Call 800-650-PEST. Big Easy Pet Shop and Rescue is a nonprofit volunteer run rescue. We provide adoption services and care for homeless animals across the New Orleans metro area. We also offer pet supplies and grooming services at our downtown and Marigny locations. The shops are located at 839 Spain Street and 513 Dumain Street and are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays and noon to 6 on Saturdays, noon to 5 on Sundays. We can be found on the web at BigEasyPetShop.com. Support local animals in need by shopping and adopting with Big Easy Animal Rescue. Tired of placing multiple calls to multiple vendors and getting the runaround? Turn to one resource who can get it done, Sir Speedy. We provide a wide spectrum of print, signs, and marketing services, all backed by more than five decades of experience. So when you need that new brochure, direct marketing campaign, or signage to promote your brand, give us a call at 504-586-9812 or visit us online at sirspeedyneworleans.com. Everything you need, one resource, Sir Speedy. All right, we're back here for the uh, final segment of the show. And again, I want to thank all John Starnes and all the great people, Clarence Jackson, as well as my good buddy here at Premier Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram 13,000. I-10 service road off Bullard exit, New Orleans East. I-10 East off Bullard, and they're open every day. But Sunday, 9 to 8, 504-273-6155. And uh, we'll be here every Saturday all the way through the month of May. Talking everything from college and NBA basketball, NBA playoffs, uh, talk a little NFL offseason as well, uh, conventions, tourism, festivals. Uh, we already talked about a little bit of all these Mardi Gras events. You got the Lundy Gras Festival at River uh, Front, Waldenburg Park coming up a week from Monday. Lundy Gras with a meeting of Rex and Zulu. You got the uh, the meeting of, uh, of course, um, of. Uh, uh, the greasing the poles, of course, taking place at the Royal Sinesta, which is a wonderful event. Uh, that old traditional thing of greasing the poles to uh, prevent people from climbing on the poles during Mardi Gras weekend. So that's coming up on uh, Friday. So that should be fun as well. I want to thank all our great guests, Gary Smith with The Advocate, Patricia Caputo with Tiger TV, Charles Hanegraaff with ESPN Baton Rouge, Kevin Kilroy with The Fairgrounds, Stephen Ruther with Norley in the Port of New Orleans, uh, Sonia with um, Bacchus Bash, and we wrapped it up with Hunt Palmer in the Hunt Palmer Show. So I want to thank all our great guests, all the great people here at Premier Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram here in New Orleans East. 
And, uh, you know, you look at the standings right now in the NBA and you think, you know, Boston, uh, how they lost to the Lakers, inexplicable in my opinion, without LeBron James and without um, Anthony Davis. And uh, they were at home and they had only lost two home games before that. But they've lost three of their last four home games now. The only one they won was against the Pelicans. And so, but who's going to beat them in the East? Milwaukee, no way. They hired Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers has not been to a conference uh, finals or championship round uh, since he was with the Celtics. And they won that championship. And then the next year they lost in the finals. He's been with the Clippers. He's been with the 76ers. This is third team. Never did it with either one of those teams. I don't even think they're going to be in the conference final. I never was thrilled with them bringing Damian Lillard at all anyway. I just I know they're 32 and 16. Uh, I believe they lost two in a row. So Doc Rivers, I don't understand how you fire a coach that's like 18 games over 500 before the middle of the uh, the or before the All-Star break. The Knicks are hot. They've won nine in a row. I just I don't know. I've never bought into Tibbs. I think he's a competent coach, but Never really bought into him. I love Cleveland as an underdog. I think that's my underdog because Donovan Mitchell's a great player, and you can win with a great player if you play good enough defense. And uh, they're only giving up 109 a game, which is not bad So for compared to most of these teams. And Cleveland's in fourth place right now. They've won four in a row. I think they're, they're the long shot team. And the Sixers, um, with Joel Embiid questionable for the rest of the season, I don't see it. Although I think they're better because they got rid of Doc Rivers and they got rid of, uh, of Harden. No question. I think they're more dangerous without those. But they've uh, they've they've still got to get Embiid healthy to be a factor. And then the Pacers are the sixth seed. I know you talk about Miami. They were in the NBA Finals last year. I just don't see that happening again. They did beat the Celtics. They beat all these teams to get there. In Orlando, I like too as a a playoff team, but. I just don't see the West is more competitive, although I still think Denver's the best team. And at the end of the day, Denver's going to be in the finals. I think Denver's going to repeat. I think it's realistically it's going to be Denver-Boston in the finals. I mean, it should have been Denver-Boston last year how Boston escaped the Philly series and then lost to Miami was incredible. But I think Denver wins the West and is going to beat Boston in the finals. Oklahoma City and Minnesota, nice stories. They're both tied for first place. They're both 34 and 15. At the end of the day, when it comes to the playoffs, I just don't see them beating Denver. The Clippers, just, you know, I, I like Tyron Lue. They've got, I think they got the right coach, but injuries have killed them for too many times, too many. And uh, James Harden, you never win with James Harden in the playoffs. I mean, you can win a series or two. You're never going to get to the finals with a James Harden. And uh, they, they've had too many injuries with Paul George uh, and Kawhi, uh, Kawhi Leonard. Um, just those guys are always hurt at the end of the season, and Harden's just uh, just a just a, a jinx or something with him. He's just not a good. He's a great regular season player. He's not a good playoff player. And so I don't see anybody in Sacramento. They lost to the Pelicans three times, and Phoenix. I just don't know if I like that combination. But Phoenix is dangerous. They're like a one of those boxers that can knock you out. So I think real. I think you could see a Denver Phoenix. If it works out, if the numbers work out, if they're on opposite sides of the draw in the Western Conference playoffs, I could see a Denver-Phoenix conference final. So I would put Phoenix as somewhat of my long shot in, um, in that uh, conference. The Pelicans uh, have been 
very good against the bad teams, have not been good recently against the, the, uh, the winning teams. And I think the Pelicans need to make a move. They're talking about before the February 8th trade deadline, trading Vasilunas, who if they trade him and uh, – you know, I, I don't have a problem with trading him. It's just the fact that you've got to make up for that. You've got to get somebody who can fill the middle. You need a center or a rim protector type guy if you trade him. And he's been one of the more consistent players on the team anyway. So I, I wonder, and I don't know what kind of value you can get for him. But I guess they'd be dumping some salary with him. I still think one of those three guys, I think they're going to run. I think Gary was right. They're probably going to run it through one more year and see if they can win at a higher level with Zion, Ingram, and McCollum. I just don't think Zion, I think, was, is not tradable. I don't, I don't see it. And he's played pretty well, and he's been healthy, uh, relatively healthy. So that's good. And, and, he's, and he's, people love him, and he sells tickets. So that leaves Ingram and um, – McCollum Ingram has been not great from the three his three point shot. I think you can get value for Ingram. So I think if and and I don't think McCollum you can get value because McCollum has not been as good as a three point shooter this year. He's still pretty good overall, and he's getting a little bit older. I still think the Pelicans need a point guard. So I think that and I just don't think value you get enough value for McCollum. So I think Ingram would be the guy. If they're going to do it, and they're talking about they're not going to do it, but if with Ingram you could get a lot of value, you could get a solid point guard, and I think that's what the Pelicans need to be able to reach a higher level. I, I, I see the, those four teams not changing. Uh, I think those will be the four teams unless Phoenix can catch them and be in the top four, and I see the Pelicans somewhere between six and ten. I think the Pelicans could be the sixth seed and be uh, – in the playoffs and not have to go through the play-in situation. Right now there's seven because the West is is do, done well this year. The records are good. So seven games over 500 or four or five games over 500, you're, you're in the play-in situation, which would not have happened in previous years. So we'll see how that goes. But I think that the, those four teams are probably going to be the top four unless Phoenix can get there. Uh, they're, uh, what, about five or six games out. We're, uh, we're almost at next weekend, of course, is the uh, All-Star weekend. So we're, we're basically two-thirds through the season uh, going into next week. And then you get the stretch run. And so that's not a lot of games left, 30 games left. So anyway, we're going to wrap up the show. Again, we'll be back here live at 13,000 I-10 Service Road off Bullard Exit I-10 East at Premier Chrysler Jeep Dodge. Ram will be here next Saturday and every Saturday through the month of May from 9 to 11 in the morning talking a little bit of everything, basketball, college and pro basketball, conventions, tourism, entertainment, uh, festivals, all that great stuff, Mardi Gras as well next weekend. And uh, we'll be back to talk more about that, uh, of course, next Saturday from 9 to 11. So I want to thank all our great guests, Jack back in the studio, and all the great uh, guests we had on today. And uh, we will talk to you here in our second season of New Orleans Today, live here um, from Premier Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. We will be back here in seven days next Saturday morning from 9 to 11. Have everybody have a great week, great weekend, a great weekend. We'll talk to you next Saturday. Following is a paid endorsement. He's a man of integrity. Choosing your attorney can be a life-changing decision. Chip Forstall has over 28 years of experience, giving you the personal attention that you need. If you or a loved one has been injured, you need a lawyer to protect you, your family, and work to get compensation for your injuries. Contact the law office of Chip Forstall.